Triple Whale has just launched a simple finance platform called FinHub, and I'm already loving it. One simple dashboard for all the tools and accounts you're already using, so you can gain clarity with your consolidated data, your real-time cash flow, your accrual P&Ls. It's designed to help those brands that are built on Shopify to operate smarter. So go over to triplewell.com and check it out. Using sounds, especially sounds, like using trending sounds goes a long ways. I think if you get one thing out of this video to or the, this podcast to, to get you unstuck, use the trending sounds. Welcome back to Pit Stop. Joining me once again is Jared Steffes. You probably know him as the creator of Muddy Bites. If you're not familiar with Muddy Bites, they are the bottom of the cone, the tip with all the good chocolate inside of them. Obviously, they're not shipping out ice cold ice cream. That would be way too, way too labor intensive. Right. So Maybe a once in a while thing, but but no, there, I would not want to be having to ship out ice cream. Although I think Ben and Jerry's may have done it at one point. And if ice cream did start showing up on your door, you would definitely, definitely see it on the free page of TikTok, which is what we're talking about today. A mix of what's worked for Muddy Bites, paid ads influencers and how we've both started to hear more and more new brands are launching on TikTok before checking out Facebook and Instagram. So Jared, welcome back to Pit Stop. Thank you so much for joining me. Yeah, excited to dive into TikTok. Um, there's a lot of different verticals and different obstacles and, and video content creation stuff that you can really do within TikTok that makes it a really kind of different platform to use compared to, you know, Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, you know, so on and so forth. So let's talk about that. What makes it different? And you you highlighted something there that I had to, to write down, which was the video creation tools. So first, let's talk about what makes TikTok unique to the other platforms. And then let's dive into some of that about the, the creator tools that they have. Yeah. So I think what makes TikTok so kind of unique is it kind of followed up after like musically. I don't know if you ever saw that kind of platform. It's really yeah. kind of like TikTok, but without the video. Yeah. Um, or maybe I, it did I have video, first, I guess. It, I first downloaded musically in 2016. Yeah. I was going to say, I, I think I knew of it, but I never downloaded it. And I think TikTok really kind of came into play kind of feeding off of that, or maybe they acquired them. I don't even know. I think they acquired um, or merged. It was, it came out of it. That's what I thought. Yeah. Um, but yeah, TikTok is just kind of a wild animal. You know, it's been around for a while and a lot of brands kind of like shade away from it because it was a lot of video. And so a lot of brands just like don't want to get themselves on video. And like, even myself, like we've got a team that does a lot of our internally does a lot of our, our, all of our TikTok content. And like, I'm not in them. I don't actually, you know, I'm on TikTok scrolling every day, but I'm not there creating the content. So, so to say, mm-hmm. but like TikTok for us, it's like, at first we were like, okay, when should we post? When's like a good time of the day to post? How often should we be posting a week or a month and so on and so forth. And like, we eventually got to the point. So I think we we're posting like twice a week, you know, miscellaneous kind of videos going a little bit viral here and there. And then all of a sudden we're like, let's try posting every single day for a solid week and see what our engagement does, what our followers does, what our viewer count does, you know, so on and so forth. And when we started posting every single day for a week, we saw our numbers just skyrocketing. And so we started wondering like, okay, is, you know, is TikTok algorithm like rewarding us for posting more? What was going on? 
And we really just found out that really just TikTok's kind of pushing you on the for you pages for users. Mm-hmm. Um, and so there, from there, we started getting videos, getting anywhere from a million views all the way up to 20 million views very, very quickly to where it became kind of a viral sensation. And it really, for us, it was like the most simple videos ever. It's like, what's our product? Here it is. Like you can buy online. And that was like it, just simple videos. Um, that really went kind of viral for us very, very quickly. That's really, really cool. Cause uh, organic reach is my favorite thing in the world. Cause it's, it, it's just pure margin, anything that you get from it. And especially at 20 million views, there's going to be some sales that, that come in. Yeah, for sure. And even like today, like it still gets views here and there just cause it did have 20 million and, you know, people are getting them in their DMs or like, Oh, you know, look at this photo or this video I sent you from two weeks ago. And so we still get views to this day, which obviously helps with our other views and our profile as a whole. Wow. Really cool. So what are some of the creator tools that make those, those videos special when you, because my, my ears perked up a little bit when you said that. So what are some of those creator tools and the, the video tools specifically for TikTok? Yeah. So like in, in platform in TikTok, you know, as you're going to actually create, you know, a TikTok video in the actual platform itself, you've got different music that you can choose. You've got different texts and captions that you can add to a video or stickers, as you might say that make it really easy to actually just use the app versus, you know, making a video and then going on iMovie and editing it to how you want it. It's like, you can do all that within platform, which obviously is TikTok's goal. Like they want you to make videos really quick and really, you know, flashy to how you want them to versus using tools like iMovie or whatever to do that for you. And then, you know, obviously Instagram followed TikTok with, uh, with reels. And so they kind of followed the same thing with like in platform adding stickers, and, and, you know, obviously probably TikTok modeled after Instagram with some of those tickers and stickers, excuse me, and stuff like that too. So they kind of fed off of each other. But I mean, in platform, it's so easy because, I mean, there were certain times where we would spend, you know, hours and, and maybe even a day like making a video and editing it, you know, even using TikTok tools or outside of TikTok tools. And those videos would do okay. And it's like, we would literally spend five minutes, you know, filming a TikTok video with our phone and in platform, and it would get, te- you know, 10 million views. And so we quickly realized that like, you know, so instead of spending hours making a video, like take your first crack at it, if it sucks, or, you know, if you mess up, it's like, that's kind of organic and people can kind of like rationate with that idea. Yep. And so and it worked really good for us. Tomorrow. Exactly. And it's like, you know, even if your video today only got 500 views, that's not to say tomorrow's video won't get 10 million. It's just how TikTok works. It's just crazy. Wow. That's, that is crazy. Yeah. And even with that, it's like we spent, you know, one week we'd post every day. And then there was one day where we posted, I think three or four times just to see like different times of the day, you know, we did one in the morning, one in the day, one in the night. And we realized that like, you know, two of those videos would flop and one at night worked really well. And then the next day, the morning one worked really good and the night one didn't work so well. So like, we're still trying to figure out like what day, what time still worked best. And honestly, there may not even be a really good true answer. It's like, we're just kind of throwing out videos and we're testing it and seeing, you know, what works and what doesn't and using sounds, especially sounds like using trending sounds goes a long ways. That's interesting. That's really interesting that I, I think if you get one thing out of this video to, or the, this podcast to, to get you unstuck, use the trending sounds. And actually a fun note on the sounds too, 
there's a difference between being verified and not verified. If you're verified in TikTok, you actually can't use certain sounds because of trademarks and and uh, copyrights and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So in my opinion, on TikTok, it's actually better not to be verified because then you can actually use a lot more sounds than if you were verified. That's interesting. I mean, it makes sense. <clears throat> it's a good way to to license the music and say, well, the mm-hmm. verified accounts are, are at, at the very minimum professional content creators. They have some money. I can see how down the road brands, if they want to use it on, on in their verified account, it could be a simple an additional ten dollars per post or whatever it is, yep. and then the the artists get more royalty, which which is great. You you can't exactly that if you're spending tens of thousands of dollars to distribute a video through through their advertising advertising tools, you can spend a little, little bit of money to go back to the artist who gave you the creative that is the reason it's doing so well anyway. Right. And that's where I think TikTok's kind of winning on both fronts. Like if you're not verified, you can use whatever sounds. And if you are verified and you know, you're a audio studio or whatever, you know, publishing sounds or providing sounds for TikTok, it's like, you can still get paid through that channel. So it's kind of a win-win from all aspects. Mm-hmm. No, absolutely. And then what about on the advertising side of things? What has your experience, experience been I want to say getting started with TikTok ads because compared to the amount of time that people have been buying Facebook ads, it still all feels very new, but I'll say getting started and, and running with them. Yeah. So obviously we started with Facebook and Instagram ads first. We've been doing that for years and and then TikTok started rolling out their kind of ad platform really over the last quarter, two quarters to where they're really kind of ramping things up, getting more account managers and such. But like for us, like early on, it was like, you know, if we put, a thousand dollars into TikTok, we didn't really see much of a return on that, to be honest. And like, there's so many different moving pieces, very similar to how Facebook ads work. It's like your copy could be weird, your your audio could be off, your video could be off. Like, there's so many moving pieces to it to get like a perfect kind of you know ad campaign going. For us, it's like we're still testing a lot of those verticals. We're not spending a lot of money on TikTok just because we are still learning the platform. But so far, like the actual in-platform ads manager, it's one of the easier ones compared to like Facebook. It, you know, sometimes it can be buggy, whereas TikTok it hasn't been. It's just been a very clean user face, and I think they're still, you know, able to make those tweaks very easily. Whereas like Facebook, it's like if they want to make a change to the update, it's like a quarter out. Whereas TikTok, it's like you know they could publish those changes a lot quicker because they're still building that platform, so to say. Yeah, which is which is nice. There are pros and cons to to both, but it definitely feels like there's still that early opportunity for for being being first to to use a little bit of novelty for for being early. For sure. And even with being like early, they've kind of done a few different beta programs, whether it was with content or actual ads platforms. So like for us, we were part of a beta program where if we spent 20,000, they would give us about five. To, I don't know the exact number off the top of my head, but it was between five and 10,000 in credits. So mm-hmm. essentially, you know, we get free advertising for really kind of testing out what we were going to do anyway. So, um, you know, I think they still do some of those beta programs just because TikTok advertising is still fairly new. And even on Twitter, like you kind of mentioned, I keep seeing brand founders trying TikTok just because it's a whole different vertical, especially with like the whole privacy changes going on right now and the whole Mm -hmm. Apple and Facebook. It's like Facebook used to be like the main channel for every brand. 
And now like brands, especially like us, we're expanding to like Snapchat and TikTok and really kind of branching out from just like a Facebook advertising play. Mm -hmm. And it's been so interesting to see that shift happen so fast of Facebook had had it all. And like, I always thought that they'd be a core for advertising. So maybe the pendulum swinging the other way. If more money is going towards TikTok and Snapchat, maybe Facebook will will regress a little bit of of their um, cost per yeah whatever your your goal is. Yeah, who knows? It's only going to get harder and harder as the years go on. And you know, next year at this time, there could be a different platform and you know a new social platform that's competing with all these. So it's just like time will tell between pricing and different platforms and. You know, even while we're still talking about TikTok, it's like the other vertical besides paid is you can always talk with influencers and send them free product in exchange for posting. Or obviously, you can pay those influencers for posting as well. Yeah, or or a mix of everything depending on depending on your bandwidth. But I see a lot of uh, creator ads on on TikTok, and a lot of them are good. It's good natural content. It does feel like there's still some element of, of brand partnerships there. Exactly. And even like Facebook's kind of the same way as you can whitelist through brands. You know, if you've got a, a TikTok influencer, you know, you can run ads through their channel, which looks more organic for an average, you know, a normal consumer, not a brand owner, but a normal consumer. It looks like a normal kind of almost like a plug from the influencer, of like, hey, buy this product. And it looks like in a very organic way. Mm-hmm. No, absolutely. Well, Jared, let's wrap it up there. We have one more episode coming up where we are talking about designing in-house. So make sure you're subscribed to that. Jared, where can people find you? Where can people find Muddy Bites if they want to learn more or try some of your delicious snacks? Um, honestly, just directly through our website, muddybites.com or also on Amazon if you just search Muddy Bites. And then obviously you can reach out to me uh, at Jared Steffes on Twitter. Awesome. See you soon. Perfect. Thanks. Triple Whale is doing some amazing things nowadays. They're developing just a huge range of tools to help your brand stay informed and scale. And Whale Mail is where you can get all these details. So head over to triplewhale.com and sign up today.